lights out. <laughs> Dang dog. Oh. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. No Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my goodness. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, happy guys. birthday, Clancer. Oh, thank now you very much. Happy birthday. For a brief moment, this was an Australian podcast, I'll have you know. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's a birthday from down under. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Thank you, guys. That was, uh, well, just say who you are, starting from Temp. Hi, this is Temp from BOE. This is Wem from BOE. This is Indigo Red from BOE. I'm a little put. I was saying Chaldo already, so that's all good. Yes, the mumbler was Chol. We love you, Chol. Hello, America. He's hot. Yes. Look, can you just imagine him mumbling in your ear? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. No, actually, I can't. Family show. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye-bye. Have a good, have have a good day, night. Santa. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Thanks again. Have a good day, too. Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah. I've been expecting you. For the good You come all. get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you me. come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Shiny. Sail here. Me buy and trade. Hello and welcome to Control Altwell podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is, this is episode 117, and today is Saturday, yep, we're recording on a Saturday, May 30th, 2009, and the title of today's episode is Glanther Dings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and as we can see at the, from the start of the show, because I'm going to, is... Glanther's birthday is today, and uh, well, we can say no. You're not. We can say that you're not able to ride a mount yet, right? I cannot yet ride a mount. <laughs> we won't say anymore, right? Yes, but <laughs> but but if you were a hunter, you could do a weld. Yes, and the <laughs> the mount riding is not so very far away. But, the thing is, like the day that I can start to wear mail, that's the day that it's actually go downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, some of us can already do that. <laughs> I, I could ride the mount in original well. Well, he's... <laughs> me, yeah, me too. Well, well, that's when you get the mail too. So we, we've let's just say Ashayo and I have dinged forty. Well, the day that you ha- that you can summon army of the dead is the day that you have to be really concerned because that is level 80 i believe so 
Oh, any of the level eight I, spell. I wonder how many level eighties in real life do play WoW. There's probably a couple of them. <laughs> probably, probably more than a couple. Yeah. So, are you doing anything special today? Uh, I'm going up to see my uh, my parents in real life, and then we're going to go um, restaurant hopping. I like doing that. I don't know if you've ever uh, done it before, but. When you say real life, they're actually not dwarves, I guess. No, they're not. <laughs> well, my mom is kind of short, but. <laughs> She's a gnome, then. Yeah. No, I do not come from gnome stock. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't wear her hair piled up on her head. She does anymore. not, no. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> well, when you see them, tell them they did a good job and that uh, we're glad that they, uh, uh, you know, had you. Yeah. <laughs> That could have gone really bad really quickly. Right? Well, well, you know what's funny about birthdays? It's like we're celebrating you, but it's really the mom who should get the celebration because, you know, so many odd years ago, she did all the work. You just laid there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how are you today, Asheo? I'm fantastic. Good. We uh, had a few of your friends in. That must have made you feel more at home. Yeah, it'd be nice to have an Aussie podcast. Well, you were on uh, BOE. And again, I want to salute the guys of Bind on Equip and thank them for loaning us Temp last week. That was really cool. It was fun. I was so mad that I got to uh, miss out on that conversation because, <laughs> Temp, I, I haven't heard you guys laugh so much in a single <laughs> podcast. And she I'm on both of them. <laughs> So the one that I can't make is the one that you guys sit there the whole time and have fun. Meanwhile, I'm there working, doing the dailies in real life. <laughs> I was mad. Did you get a chance to listen? Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was. It really was. So uh, should we get started with what we've been doing? Let's show. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, Shaya? Sure. Why oh. not? Okay. Oh. Was, was that, oh, no, you can't? No, no, sure. You go for it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> you rolled a one. You're last. Last. <laughs> no, all right. So I've um, done a bit on Jekyll this week. He's actually healed. Oh, yeah. Someone was looking for, there was a heroic uh, culling of stratome that um, had been abandoned earlier in the day by a couple of guildies because they had to rush up to do something. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a timed run. That all they had left was the, the the last gauntlet part and Malganus at the end. And so looking for a healer, so I thought oh, I, could, I could probably do that bit. So I uh, jumped in there on on Jekyll and uh, healed that last bit and the and the Malganus fight and uh, a really nice epic leather rest um, spell power gear dropped and I won it oh, and, wow. and I not only won it I, I won it on a hundred so I got the needy achievement Ooh. oh congrats <laughs> so, cool I found a little bit bad for the uh, boom druid that was in there that, that also rolled for it who was who was in the in the instance earlier in the day and had cleared everything else <laughs> so I come along for 10 minutes and get the this uh, epic upgrade but uh, them's the breaks and uh, I did um, Heroic Woodguard Pinnacle today, uh, which was 
really nice because it was not only the heroic daily on Earth and Ring, it was also the normal daily. So I got the. Oh, I love it when that the, happens. The rep tokens and the, the two heroic badges and get some quests done and got some nice gear. Uh, so that, that was an awesome run, thanks to Red Smile, Solid Aristeer, and Deadly Viv for coming along and zerging through there. Um, I had one death, which was which surprisingly not the I can't remember what his name was. What's the name of the boss that you've got to um, uh, shoot down with the harpoons and, and fight? Razor him. scale. Yeah. So we we actually survived that. Uh, surprisingly enough, I thought I might struggle on that, but it was like the very next pull after that, the group through the door um, did some horrible shadow spell and. Um, two of them did it simultaneously, and it just insta wipe. I had I had no hope of uh, healing us through it at all. So, but uh, that that was the only wipe, and we got through it pretty well. So, I'm um, I'm enjoying uh, doing some instances on Jekyll. Hyde's still not quite there yet. He's I haven't really I've done a few dailies on him this week with the Argent tournament, but he's still uh, 79, uh, racking racking up the the badges from. Argent tournament, so he should be able to buy some nice gear once he hits 80 and um, becomes champion. Uh, well, he is champion with one of the cities, so we have to, to buy that, that gear. That's pretty cool. Uh, had some fun this week on the, the Death Knight Guild, Pants on Head. Actually ran a, a thing 63 and... Uh, it wasn't actually in the guild. It was just a pug, and it was was one of the, the best pugging experiences I've had had in a long time. It was, what? Um, say, say that again. You can have the good best pugs. Pugging okay. experience I've had in a long time. Yes. I thought that's what you said. I didn't know if my headphones were yeah. missing out. <laughs> it was a sixty. I think it's about sixty-four shaman healer that was um, obviously running with a mate who was a, a death knight. Uh, level 59 or something, wasn't even 60 yet, and uh, pulled in a um, you know, a bunch more Death Knights. So it was Death Knights and a Shaman Healer, and we just zerged through uh, both Ramparts and, and Blood Furnace like a hot knife through butter. It was unbelievable. It uh, just went through it so fast, and mobs were just dying so fast Death Knights, you, you get a bunch of Death Knights together and it's just mayhem. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, so much so that last night uh, I put the call out and the Pants on Head uh, Guild responded and we did a five-man Death Knight run through Ramparts. No healer. That <laughs> <laughs> was uh, that was a lot of fun. So the... Uh, uh, the one death knight that went into frost presence to you know mainly tank for for one of a better term where I mean we're all tanking uh, he died um, twice uh, and but both times was actually after the fight was finished he got some stupid dot on him and we we uh, we killed the mobs uh, and then about three seconds later because we've got no healer. Uh, and you know you can't bandage through dots because the the bandages stop. <laughs> he died, so uh, I'm I'm not counting that as a death. Uh, certainly no wipes. Uh, we just went through went through it really well. So I'm 
I was looking, hoping tonight, but didn't get time. So maybe later on or, or tomorrow, we're going to try uh, five death nights through blood furnace, no healer. So Ooh. see how we go with that. Wait a minute. Was, Can I ask a question? Yeah. And it's a newbie one. What is Zerg? I've heard that before, and I've I've always gone along with it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really don't know what it means. I think I think. Um, is that a? I the, I I'm not sure what the, what the origin of it is. Whether somebody just made it up was was one of those. I think it's those, a character those, from those, Starcraft, maybe. It is a Starcraft. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, is the it? Zergs. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not sure if that's the actual origin of it. But okay. basically, it, it yeah it it means to um, go through uh, an instance or, or whatever with very little effort and you know, not stopping. Okay. Yeah, um, just just ripping through it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so it's that was really cool. Okay, I have uh, Urban Dictionary here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so um, Zerg originates from Blizzard's game StarCraft, where the Zerg are one of three playable racers. Uh, races um, nowadays, term Zerg is used in MMO games to describe force consisted of large group of lower level players often only with basic equipment, who use numbers rather than strategy to defeat, to defeat the enemy, thereby requiring no school uh, skill. I can't talk yeah. to that. Um, this That's tactic us. is commonly known as zerging. Okay. <laughs> because apparently the, the zerg were just like, um, like super powerful, so you never actually know how to play them. That sounds like death knights. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Just roll your face across the keyboard. So, I was actually trying to work out um, shot rotations, and I and I'd done some research, listened to some podcasts, and got some recommendations on. Okay, um, this is the kind of uh, shot rotation uh, that you, that you should be doing. What track are you before you? Oh, jeez, I'm holy. Shadow Throne yeah. is unholy. Yeah, I'm unholy. Yeah, you have a pet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Permit pets. So I'm unholy, and so I. I've got Death Strike, which um, will heal me, but that's pretty much about it. You know, I can stick up, you know, Bone Shield and Ice Icebound Fortitude, uh, but I don't have a whole heap of um, self-healing capabilities like I would if, if I was Blood. But yeah, you know, I was trying to practice, you know, doing the, the the shot rotations, and I'd get about you know two and a half spells in, and the mob was dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> the shot rotations when mobs don't stay alive for more than about four seconds. So yeah, that was happening. Um, that was happening to me on my death night. <laughs> I was trying to level now, where like I was trying to put together like a nice shot rotation, and I spent all these talent points on gargoyle and blight and all that other stuff. But by the time I in my rotation, I've gone through like my blood strikes and the scourge strike. They're already dead. So like my gargoyle is sitting there in like my pocket, twiddling his thumbs, being like, "All right, I want to come out. I want to come out. I want to come out." And he's just he's bored. Both my unholy plight and my gargoyle are bored to death. They're like the Maytag repairman. They just kind of <laughs> sit there and they don't do anything. <laughs> I tell you, the times that I have had to use them, that gargoyle has come in handy. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be great on uh, longer fights, boss fights, and, and things. But uh, working on trash and questing and stuff, it's it's um, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be of much use. <laughs> yeah. But, 
we finished the the uh, blood furnace uh, um, instance and was running back up to Thralmar to hand the quests in. And uh, there was a couple of alliance there that were attacking Thralmar. And it was like, it was late. So there was, wasn't actually any, I think there was a couple of other horde around. And we, you know, five death boats rolled back into town and, and, and immediately jumped on him and, and uh, killed his alliance. <laughs> and the silly bugger came back for more. So. So we killed him again, and I actually, actually got my slash hug in before he released. So I got the uh, the uh, make love and the walk after <laughs> achievement for that. So got uh, more PvP achievements on on this Death Knight, I think, than I uh, than I have on any of my tunes on uh, on Earth and Ring. How do you get the honorable kill thing? I saw that achievement come up. So you just kill. You just kill somebody. Kill somebody who is the right level for you. Well. Yeah. One of my, my whore death knight killed my alliance death knight and didn't get the achievement. Does it, is it because Blizzard knows I'm running both characters? <laughs> yes. Could that be possible? No. <laughs> we were in Stranglethorn Vale. Yeah. And I attacked her twice. And you sure you didn't already have it? No, I'm sure I didn't already have it. Isn't that funny? Is one like much higher level than the other? Uh, nope, they're both fifty. One was fifty-eight, and one was fifty-nine. I think the highest one was fifty-nine. The the uh, the one I the <laughs> the horde one was fifty-nine. Do you have to kill someone of your own level or higher? Maybe I don't know. Oh, or higher? Try it the other way around. Okay, I'll try yeah. that. Although some might consider that cheating, but it's not cheating. It's using your resources. Yeah. How is it different to what you were doing already? Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, Nax rating this week. We uh, uh, actually cleared Nax on our midweek twenty-five man uh, DWP run for the first oh. time. So that was pretty awesome. I got a. A very nice uh, offhand to go with my because uh, I was using a, a one-hander. My offhand was blue, so I got a nice upgrade for that. I got s- a boot upgrade, which gave me the uh, superior achievement. Ooh. And we uh, one-shot Sephiron, uh, and which was pretty good considering quite a number of people hadn't seen it before, and quite another people number of people, despite um, being asked, didn't bother br- to bring any frost resist gear. So. Props uh, <laughs> to the healers, yeah. and uh, we had uh, three cracks at uh, KT before we got him down. But uh, we got him down, and I won the uh, priest tier headpiece. Ooh. So I got three pieces of my uh, uh, priest tier set. That's coming along very nicely. The headpiece all- for um, hunters looks weird. It's like a spider eyes, and I don't know if you guys see that. It's just like a. Because I'm uh, holy, it's just, it's like a halo. <laughs> yeah, it's not really much of a headpiece at all. It's just a just a halo. That, that was pretty cool. We didn't um, uh, do ten man uh, next this week. We actually tried Malikos. We got to face three a couple of times, but just didn't have the coordination to get him down. So not enough as had seen it or or tried it enough times. So. 
So we'll, uh, we'll try that again next week. We also tried uh, one, one Drake up in OS and in 10-man and couldn't manage that either. Got got damn close, but uh, no cigar. So we just killed the Drake and took him out anyway. And this afternoon uh, had uh, another venture into 25-man Alderweire. And it's got further than uh, the what I think I've only been in there once before, maybe twice. We actually one shot Flame Leviathan, um, and uh, two shot uh, the Deconstructor. The f- first first time around, he was down to about six million left out of. I think he's got about twenty two and a half million hit points. So uh, we we're, were damn damn close, but um, we just lost it at the end. All right, so the deconstructor. So I, I was with uh, Mike Gild, and I was raiding the deconstructor this week, and uh, we had never been there before, and right. we're all there on vent. And when he he's there like doing his aerobic exercises, right? Because he's yep. there like doing like, and then he charges his voice. Vent just went up in like. A laughter. We were like, "What <laughs> the hell is that?" Oh, because he has a little kid's He's voice like, or something. More play. I will <laughs> break it this time. And we're just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> he, like we actually wiped because we were too like people yeah. were like not using the keyboard because they were just laughing and they were like, "I can't see." There are tears in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> It was, <laughs> I can't, I'm just thinking about it now. It was so funny. We were like, what is this? What is yeah. going on? Okay, sorry to interrupt. I, I, I knew the voice was going to be funny. I hadn't actually heard it, but um, I, I had heard hints that, um, yes, the the, uh, the voice on, on that boss is rather unique. The best thing is that when somebody dies, he goes, oh, I think I broke it. <laughs> Whenever he kills anyone, oh my god! So every time people were dying just to hear it, so they could laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth the repair bill. Oh no! Well, we we did pretty well, and uh, we all got the Nerf gravity bombs achievement, which is uh, n- nobody died from uh, the gravity bombs, which is which was uh, a, a pretty good effort. Uh, that's probably about the. I mean, it was my first time there. I think it was a bunch, first time for a bunch of people, but uh, we're probably only you know, that that raid group's probably only done it once or twice before. And then we moved on to bloody Ignis the Furnace Master. What what a bastard! <laughs> that's a that's a hard fight. That's where we're back into um, things are rather difficult here. You can and, skip that uh, fight. You know, you don't need to do that fight. Yeah, yeah. We we realised that, that that wasn't optional, but. Um, yeah, we we were trying to make some progress. I think we, the most we got him down to was about forty five percent, and our main problem was was of course not on the boss, but on the bloody ads. Um, it, it seemed like uh, um, you have to off tank the ads and and pull them into the water to make them brittle. And it seems like once they get to the brittle stage and and can be you know one shot with with somebody that can do um, yeah five thousand um, uh, one hit. Uh, they drop their aggro table or something. <laughs> they start running around crazy. So uh, we just had trouble controlling those. So a bit, bit more practice and research on that. 
that's, and that's another stupid achievement that you, that you get in there. He, he he randomly picks people. He's got this bloody big um, bowl pouch thing hanging in front of him in a rather precarious position that's you know, full of the hot coals and furnacey type stuff and he shoves people in it and, and you've got to call, <laughs> call, call out. <laughs> you know, I'm in the pot. You know, I need healing. And if you actually um, survive being in there, you, you get an achievement, uh, which, which, was, which was pretty dumb because I didn't do anything. All I did was randomly get picked up and yeah, the healer that healed me that uh, through that should have got the achievement. But right, yeah. I guess that's the way they work. And then we, so we, um, we tried him a few times, gave up on that, and then went on to uh, Collagan, which is the dude with his uh, left hand and, and uh, right hand that, that attack as, as well as him. And uh, it, was just, it was just getting late at that point and people started to have to leave. We, we were actually trying him with only like 22 people had left. And, and we're certainly making progress there as well, but uh, just didn't, didn't have the – the DPS and experience and control to get through it, but um, for uh, that, that was the most I've I've seen of Alduar, and and I'm looking forward to, to a lot more. Some it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. The the that flame Leviathan fight was just um, we, we seem to be you know, not having any trouble at all with that at all. I, I, just, I think back to the first time that I did that, thinking why were we having difficulty with this at all? It's, it seems like you can't fail. So. That's um, that that's relatively easy fight to get people you know, start to gear them up for the harder fights that, that that follow on from that. So a pretty full week, lots of fun had all round. Did did bits of stuff on all my turns. That the the only ones I didn't get to do any stuff on, which um, uh, disappointed about was starting the dual boxing of the Death Knight and my pally that I've uh, made Resto, which is what I was going to ask Glanther about. Resto Paladins, mate. So Holy Paladins. Uh, uh, Holy Paladins. Well, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy, Holy Paladins. How, how the hell do you use um, all these wonderful abilities that Paladins have when you're a Holy Paladin or, or do you just not use them at all? So when you're done with a shield... What is uh? What was your rotation like? What spells were you using primarily? No, that I was, was, a, a I tank, was, right? I was prot. Yeah, I was prot. Um, All right. Yeah, up up to seventy, and I haven't haven't played a played him since uh, Wrath came out at all. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, so he's seventy. Um, All right. So Arlaris, you know, as a holy pally, like he actually can go through and, and level pretty easy. I know they say that you know holy pallies are not really. Uh, levelers, but I find that the the protection paladins um, they just don't deal very much damage. Like they're, they're basically there to just like take a lot of damage, but they, there's no ability for them to go and deal it. And so the only way that you can really level a prop pally is to go and collect a whole bunch of you know mobs around you and basically I, I just AOE them thing. down. Otherwise, you'll be there for the, your whole life. But I actually find that I can single target attack and get down pretty quick with a, with Alaris. And the trick is is to have a huge crit rating because your um, consecration is still great. And you can still do some AOE because as a healer, I mean, you're never going to die. If you, right. <laughs> if you die while grinding as a holy pally, you know, 
fail. Doing something wrong. Um, yeah, doing something wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, not, not saying that I'm going to die today. Um, but <laughs> probably. But you have to go and, and once you get uh, Sacred Shield, you know, use Sacred Shield. So that's something that comes when you're, you know, higher level, you know, Paladin. But basically that will absorb. So basically the same thing that you would do to on a tank, you would present, uh, you would Sacred Shield yourself. And then you just, um, oh, what's that? Uh, the Shield Smash. I'm actually going to go and log in with uh, Alaris right now. But your, um, there's, a, there's a tool um, in your arsenal as a holy that you don't have as any other paladin, which is not Flash of Light. Um, it's the other one. And I'm going to go crazy. Holy Shock. You basically will be doing Holy Shock your entire life. <laughs> so Avenging Wrath, Divine Illumination, Shield of Righteousness, all the things that you've worked with before and like a, a prop paladin, you can still use those. But you're going to be using Holy Shock all the time. All the time. And that works really well with Divine Favor, which is another talent point that you get that makes the next one crit. Because it's all about critical strike. Um, and then, you know, for your seals, I think the Seal of Wisdom is the best one because as you're wailing on the mob, you have to make sure your mana is there because Protection Paladins don't need mana as much, but you need mana. If you run out of mana, then you will die. Right. I figured that bit. Yeah, and so one of the things that when I was gearing up Alaris, like whenever there was like a, a gear um, that had a um, uh, place for a jewel to go in, I would always go and put in, because um, I'm, I'm a jewel crafter on Alaris, I put in the plus 27 intellect jewel, which is one of the ones that you can kind of make from doing the Dalaran uh, um, jewel, um, jewel crafting dailies. Okay. I have the more the more um, mana pool you have, the better off you'll be, and that makes you really good as a healer too. Because you know it's all single single target healing. It's not like a druid where you can kind of just cast on a whole bunch of people and then walk away and be like done. You know you have to really kind of like target like the tank, and then after that you have to. You know I always cast Beacon of Light on the tank so that way if I heal anybody else. Then he he also gets healed. He or she also gets healed. But basically, it's whack a mole inside right. of uh, Healbot. Like you have to be you have to be really on top of your game. So yeah. So uh, in instances when if you're a uh, holy pally in instances, you're not you know you're not out grinding and, and questing. Are you using um, seals and, and judgments and things, or is, is it basically oh, yeah. like light holy light? So the the way that um the way that I have it set up is that. I have two hot bars. One is like my grinding and one is my, you know, instance. My instance one doesn't have any like auto attacks. You're never going to go close enough to a mob to actually hit it with your weapon. So I have a couple of macros where I have a beacon of light and sacred shield that are the target is set to the focus. So that way, as long as I just focus the tank, set focus the tank before the instance starts, I just press one button and it just goes and casts it. Um, and, and then I also have, you know, divine protection, which you throw onto the tank from time to time. But, um, basically what you do is, um, you can do a seal of light. Cause I find that, you know, seal of wisdom doesn't really help you in an instance and neither does, um, um, the seal of justice. But, um, you basically, you, there's a talent point, um, called enlightened judgments. 
that basically let you cast judgments from like 30 yards away. So you can be like across the room and you can go and you can tag a mob after he's been picked up with your um, judgment of light. So that way when everybody else hits him, they're automatically getting healed as well. And that, that's a really great, um, if you have a good spell power, um, uh, set, then you're going to be much, much higher in terms of that healing. And then the, um, the holy, um, the holy shock, you don't use that as much. Um, you're going to be basically spamming flash of light. But one of the great things about holy shock is that there is a, um, another talent called infusion of light where if you're holy shock critical, uh, critical hits, then your next flash of light gets reduced by 1.5 seconds. The flash of light takes the 1.5 second spell cast. Ah, instant. Instant. So that way you, you can basically get in a critical strike from your holy shock and then you immediately do a flash of light again. And uh, if you have sacred shield on, whenever people have sacred shield on, then your flash of light has a 50% chance to crit. Basically additional crit. So if you have like a, a 30% critical strike rating, and they're on Sacred Shield, you know, then already you have 80%, you know, critical strike rating. So between all of those things, like, it's very, it's, it's, it's all about Flash of Light. You only use Holy Shock as like a, as a uh, OMG moment. I mean, a Holy Shock, um, um, Holy Light, because it takes longer to cast. And so you don't really ever want to use, like, um, Holy Light when you see the red, when everyone's in the red and heal bot. If you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to do Holy Light now, you got to go and make sure you do like a Holy Shock first, give yourself an extra second, and then cast Holy Light. Because if you sit there and start trying to do Holy Light, it'll dra- drain your mana way too much, and, uh, and it just wouldn't be, uh, it's just not going to be fast enough. So for Glyphs, some good Glyphs, get Glyph of yep. Beacon of Light, and then get Glyph of Seal of Light, because whenever Seal of Light is active, the effect of your healing spells is increased by five. And also, I have Glyph of Holy Light, where 10% of its heal that you go onto a target gets five friendly targets within eight yards. That's a really good thing to have as well. Cool. So that, there you go. There's my soapbox. <laughs> but I love, I love my Holy Pally, and I've actually made an um, a, a Unholy Death Knight as well, who's basically the same model as Alaris. Um, and I don't know if you listened to um, last week. If you listen to like my my thing about him, but he's going to be an unholy uh, death knight, and he's going to be the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you what make do, it um, sound so easy. <laughs> Doesn't could it? you put those <laughs> th- those couple of macros that you use in the show notes for this week? Yeah, of course. I, I, I've been getting into more and more um, more and more macros. I actually have this one called. Uh, it's it's just basically a picture of a frog, and it's just like a slash kiss. <laughs> Because of that, <laughs> that daily you have in the yeah, Argent tournament. Daily, yeah. So there's a little picture of a, of a, of a frog that says kiss <laughs> as my macro. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to uh, spend some time this week and uh, do some practice on my holy pally. See how I go dual boxing that with a death knight. Excellent. So what about you, birthday boy? What have you been up to this week? So I've been, I've been, of course, you know, playing my uh, Unholy Death Knight. And I don't know what it is. But like, maybe it's because I never really played it because I had an Unholy Death Knight, you know, on the Horde side, um, 
you know, named Herod. And I remember I was having a lot of trouble, but I think part of that was just because I was not used to the, like the area, you know, it was slow going and whatnot. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe just because I feel more comfortable playing a, a drawn eye, but my unholy death knight, he just tears through mobs. He just tears through them. I, I've never really played a death knight like past like level 61 before. And right. oh my God. It's awesome. But like, Where's the challenge? <laughs> just like, done, done. And like, I can, I'm there pulling mobs by accident, and I'm like, oh, oh is something tickling me? What? Um, <laughs> and unholy, like, I don't know, like, unholy command is by far, I think, one of like the most fun spells. I actually went and I spent like a whole uh, crap load of uh, gold to respec. Because I originally spec so that way I would, um, you know, get it later. In my talent, uh, in my talent uh, collection, you know, journey. But I, I respect it so that way, and I forfeited some, you know, higher level skills so I can get the unholy command sooner because I'm only level sixty one. Um, right. And uh, I just love doing that. You're just like come here, <laughs> come here, you know. Like, and it's so far. Like you can be like forty yards away. It seems like you, you can just then like unholy command. That's the death grip, right? Oh no. Uh, oh, yeah, Unholy Command is like the death grip. Um, it makes it so you can do it uh, 10 oh, seconds faster. Oh, uh, okay. Yep, yep. Yeah. So you're in the Frost Tree, right? No, I'm on Unholy. Unholy. Oh, I tried playing yeah. Frost um, on a Death Knight before, and it's just, it's, I don't know. Maybe if I was going to do a tank. But the thing is, though, if I ever want to do tanking, I'm going to have Arlaris be the tank. Because I don't know, like, tanking is hard. You know, I see tanks doing what they do. And, um, like it took me a long time to practice to be good at healing. <laughs> I couldn't imagine like tanking. It's one other thing, maybe someday on my agenda, but I think that, you know, paladins are much easier to get into tanking with because they have just so many skill points that are designed to, you know, keep and get threat where I find that you have to know what you're doing on a death night in order to be a, successful tank yep definitely there's some but, yeah there's really lousy uh death knight tanks out there that uh you know, think they know what they're doing but you know they can't keep threat anywhere near as well as as what you know, even warrior was. or pally yeah pally. and here that's the thing is that um with death knights they're great for alcoholics like me and you guys but for people that are like playing it as like they're a single character you have to be careful because they are actually hard to play. Like they're very over, they're very, I'm not going to say overpowered, but they're very, very powerful, but they can go wrong very quickly. <laughs> and we've all been there. We've all been there when we see it happening and you're like, hmm, fail. <laughs> um, yep. And, uh, and I've been doing the Argent, uh, Argent tournaments. I'm almost done with uh, Argent tournaments on um, Arlaris because I want to go and get champ. I want to get Crusader. Arlaris, um, Glanther's done with the Argent tournament for a little while because I've gotten everything that I needed to to get. I finally got my Elwyn lamb. Have you heard about the Elwyn lamb? I, I heard about it last week. I, you explained it last week. That's okay. It's, uh, I'm, I think I'm I'm uh, going to have to do some sort of uh, trading with somebody if if there's a an, an alliance on Earth and Ring. Um, that wants to do a trade for one of the Argent Tournament horde pets with a with a lamb, then uh, let us know. I'm up for okay. it. 
it, I, I, I have it now. It is tragic. It is awesome. It is tragically awesome. Um, <laughs> Can you do a video for us? I, you know, I will have to do a video because there's just so because the lamb starts to eat. It starts to sit there and eat grass and it's sitting there. It's just doing its thing. And then there's L1 wolf up here, like materializes. He goes and eats it and then falls asleep. I, we, I was in a guild meeting and I pulled it out and everyone was like, oh man, I was like slash gasp. They're like, the lamb. <laughs> it was so cute. Now it's dead. And I was like, yes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then on, on, Glantha, we were able to get through um, um, Town Man. Uh, well, we, start, we kept going uh, a little bit further in Ten Man Alderar. I haven't even tried Twenty Five Man Alderar. Like that would be an epic white fest. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I reckon Twenty Five's probably. I mean, it was the same with Nex. I guess Twenty Twenty Five's actually a little bit easier than than Ten because you've got a little bit more room for for you know, individuals to go wrong. Oh yeah, you also have more individuals to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but earlier in the podcast, I said that Razor Scale was the name of the the boss that in Utgard Pinnacle, but that's um, Scotty the Ruthless. I don't know what I was thinking because I was like Harpoons and Proto Drake must be Razor Scale because I'm in Alduar mode, right? I have Alduar on the brain. <laughs> So for all of you people that have been uh, listening to the podcast out there and you're sitting in the back of your head like, my God, what is Glantha smoking? But yes, I, I know I was wrong. I apologize. Um, but um, we were able I to get... I didn't correct you. He doesn't know jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Aprilian didn't should know. Should have known it was Skadi because that's the, that's the, the achievement. So. Even, yeah. Uh, but um, we've got the... We, we, we now basically uh, one-shot... Flame Leviathan. I like being on the chopper because, you know, as a hunter, it's really easy to just kind of go around, just drive around. Um, but I actually got launched, and hunters are actually really tough to launch because A, when, you, when you're up there on top of Flame Leviathan, you can get one of the antenna, antennae with your gun, but the other one, it's too close, and your traps don't work, and your pet's not there. So I'm there, like, whittling away with my pole arm, and it's just like, la-di-da, la-di-da. Like, I was going, and I was blowing every cooldown I can, and they were like, Lanther, come on, like, what are you doing up there? And I was like, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. Because um, they saw me take one of them down super quick, and then the other one, it was like, minutes. Yeah. And they're like, what's going on? And I was like, hunter, range, DPS, fail. Um, and so I, and that actually was a, um, that was a, um, almost white, but I luckily I uh, luckily I died, and they put somebody up. Uh, somebody up went. Uh, somebody else went. <laughs> luckily up I died. <laughs> luckily I died, and so <laughs> they're able to remove the weakest yeah, link. Hunter doesn't seem like the wisest choice of people to shoot up there, but okay. Um, and so then they put up a warlock, and it was fine. <laughs> the warlock was able to take care of things, um, and then we went to um, uh, Razor Scale. We one shot at her. We took her down. I love that fight. It's a great fight. You know, and the last couple of times where we've done it, the sentinels haven't come out. You know how you have those sentinels that come out of the the, yeah. um, the mole machines? They didn't come out. And so as a ranged DPS, I'm on sentinel duty. Like it's my job to get is that, them. Is that just luck or have they nerfed it? I don't know. I, 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 I mean, it must be luck because the, I've done it before and we've had nothing but sentinels. Yeah, yeah. 
So it must be a random. The first time I did it, they, they said, oh, yeah, there's, you know, the sentinels aren't as, as common as, as others. So you know, we should be right as long as we don't get them first up. Yeah, yeah got, got them first up every time. Yeah, and you're like, hmm, not good. And uh, but we one shot at her. We skipped the um, Ignis, and we went right to <laughs> who was the next one there? Oh yeah, the X XT. Oh Honda the Constructor. We wept a bunch of times, but then um, at the at, at the end, you know, because when when uh, after the heart comes out and you DPS down the heart, then all the yep. little the pair bots start to come in. And before I was you know trying to AOE down the repair bots. But uh, the time that we finally got it down, um, I kind of changed my strategy. I looked around and I, and I was kind of seeing that the rest of the um, Saga Guild had seen, had very, very, um, uh, very much taken care of everything else. They had spaced themselves out. Everything was being tanked in the right position. And I said, you know what? As a single target DPS, I'm going to blow all my cooldowns and I'm just going to DPS the heart and I'm just going to DPS this guy down. I'm just going to like... Do, do whatever I can. And so when the harbor came out, I would just wail the DPS and then I went back in, I'd wail him down. And meanwhile, everyone else was running around like actually doing work. But um, I was, you know, doing pretty good DPS damage. You know what I mean? I was doing like close to like um, 3,200 DPS just by blowing all my cooldowns down. And so we actually got him down and I was like, hmm, okay, good. But even though I didn't really do any work. It's kind of sad. Like I, I had to laugh. It was, it was like because um, hard mode is activated on deconstructor um, by killing the heart. So if if you don't kill the heart, then you know, um, at the end of that phase, um, he takes however much damage you've done to the heart as as damage. Um, but if you do kill the heart, it it goes into hard mode, <laughs> and, <laughs> so and, yeah. and uh, we're like. Uh, well, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll DPS the heart, but you know, um, do as much damage as you can, but but don't kill it. You know, we might need to to back off at the end. We don't we don't want to kill it. <laughs> we didn't come anywhere close to killing the heart. Man, you need, <laughs> must need to crank out some serious DPS to to even activate hard mode. So, I know, like that heart is not going down anytime soon. No, and and then we went to um, we didn't know um, Kologarn. Um, we didn't have any idea about him. So we were going down. We, we got past the XT Ohana Deconstructor. We cleared the trash inside of Alduar. We got to the um, that area. And all of a sudden, like, he comes up. And we're all there like, oh, geez. Because he's kind of an epic-looking boss, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he kind of just rises Not up. Out of his pass. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So run away, run away, run away. Um, <laughs> but... We got him down actually on the third attempt. Oh, fitting. And um, sure. and the the the, t- the the trick is is that you have to every you just focus on the right arm. Like don't even worry about the left arm. Just focus yeah. on the right arm. And then when the arm goes down, focus on him. And when the arm comes back, every time the arm dies, then he also loses fifteen percent of his health. Oh. And so we we were we were lucky in that we've took down the arm on the third third arm pass and died, but we had lost like half of our raid by that time because his his eye beams, he will shoot eye beams out at you. And those hurt. And they mm. follow you around. And so when you're when you're running around you can't DPS really. I mean 
plant there, sometimes we'll go and get in like a, a shot or two, which is kind of like a drop in the bucket. But but that that was a that was a fun fight. And so Alduar is going along pretty good. We got inside of Alduar, um, and then we stopped from there because we were like, okay, we got. It. <laughs> we have no idea any of the bosses that are in here. We kind of were able to, you know, very, um, very luckily get down that guy. But we're going to come back uh, later. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, then in terms of, you know, um, what's the other thing? Oh yeah, and then of course you know the um, we we did Obsidian Sanctum I, I, as well. Like we haven't done the one Drake up yet. We haven't. We we just kind of go through and clear out the dragons just because we're like, hey, we have fifteen minutes. What are we going to do? But we, we basically have like um, Obsidian Sanctum with um, all drakes down on like farm. You know, he's basically like boom, 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 done. Boom, 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 done. It takes like maybe fifteen, twenty minutes. Yeah, and I think a lot of like high end guilds have that down. But that's basically I'm, like I'm amazed at the at the uh, guilds that can uh, get down three drake. Leave, leave all three drakes up. That's that must just be crazy. Well, there's not that many of those. There's not that many guilds that can do that. I don't think. Because that's hard. That's the hardest raid fight in the game. Yeah. But they don't come all at once, do they? I've never even seen three drakes up. They come one at a time, right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I've never seen it either. The most I've ever done is is one drake up. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like um, a bank account with more than a million dollars. You know that somebody must have a bank account with more than a million dollars, but I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's out there. Sure. Yep. Yeah. But I'll make sure I get the video of the, of the wolf and put those macros in about the Holy Pally stuff. Sweet. All right, Wait, April Ann. Oh, is it my turn? It's your turn. Because I've been kind of cheating a little bit because I was interrupting your show because I was, I was being bad dwarf. <laughs> no, that's okay. We're all here for commentary. Okay, so first thing, something silly. Nobody told me about the Death Knight flying mounts. How come no one told me about that? Did you know about it? What is there to tell? That you go back to Ebon Hall after you get your flying skill and you can get a, a for 950 gold, you can get a one of those cool skeletal flying mounts that scale with yeah. your flying skill. Yeah. And I didn't have to waste $200, 200 gold on the stupid uh, mount out in Shadow Moon Valley. Oh, did you get one of those? Yes, and I've been flying around on one of those lion thingies, and I didn't have to. I could be flying on my skeletal mount, and I could have saved <laughs> 400 bucks, 400 gold on the two death knights. So um, I found out about it, and I went and got my uh, two death knights. And it was kind of neat because I've been making some money, and I actually had enough gold in my little alt guild bank to to fund them. The only funny thing was uh, one of my accounts, I keep uh, no access to the guild bank, so I had to go to another uh, another tune, get the money, and give the money to her. <laughs> and uh, I love it. They're so neat, and they're so death nighty. Do you have those <laughs> on your death nights? I don't have a death knight that's hit level 70 yet. I keep making more death nights and get them to like... 
Say that again. You don't have a death knight that reads level 70? You can cut and paste. And I do. All right, Aplin, you win. You win. You had the highest death knight out of all of us. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) so sorry. (laughs) What level is your death knight now? Uh, I have one at 71 and one at 72. All righty. So I need to have a... I am Uber. I am... Next week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you one shot... um, yeah, when you one shot Kelpazad, come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> By yourself. Okay. So so that was kind of neat. Uh, I am loving my four my Death Knight quad on ER I mean on the on the PvP ring uh realm with uh, the bind on equip guys. Uh the reason I love it is because I'm actually, you know, starting over from scratch and I'm just um I'm grinding the professions. So basically I'm out in like the barrens and I went over to Thousand Needles and it's really fun when you're, you know, high level. I love level yesterday, and- Glantha, and, and she's in Wailing Caverns. So I whispered her and said, yeah, in hard mode, eh? Yes, I, I was doing it on a heroic. In <laughs> Wailing Caverns, yeah. Yes. Uh, I'd like to have a moment of silence for Aloon's Grace podcast. Yeah, I saw that the, the finishing up. Yeah, I guess uh, the main, the one host was no longer playing, and I guess Gil might still go ahead and do another podcast, but we wish both of them well in everything they're doing. It did make me reevaluate my desire to raid, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit today, because I, I like I said last week, I really want to raid, I want to raid, I want to raid, but then I started lining up all my ducks and looking at all the things I'd have to do to focus to get re- ready to raid, you know, and that would mean that I would have to stop quad bossing. I'd have to focus on one character. I'd have to f- do all that research on the best gear and then get to 80 and then find people to raid with and then stick to a schedule and then, you know, get more gear. And I, Well, I think that's really, I mean, that's theoretically how you could do it, but I found that, with, with both Glanther and with Alaris that have both been in raids to like prepare for them. Like you just, like I picked just one play, you just play. But like I, the one thing that I did was I picked one skill set. Like with Alaris, I said, I'm going to go and I'm going to work on getting my intellect as high as possible, you know, cause that way I'll have a lot of monopole because that was my thing that I was having trouble with. And then on Glanther, I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to have my attack power as great oh. as I can. And, okay. and because of that, like when you gear up that way, you pick out the one thing that you want to have like be your thing that you do well. You know what I mean? Because you can do a lot of things okay, but you can do one thing well. And then uh. and then from there, you just go and you, you don't have to really research as much or, or know about fights. And when you're in the race, then be like, okay, what do you need me to do? You know, so I think that you, now you many people can do that, you know, where they have to raid and gear up and stuff like that, but I, I don't think that you have to be as conscientious about it. Well, I actually decided that maybe raiding wasn't for me. Maybe. You haven't even tried it yet. Because I, I would have to stop doing the fun that I'm having right now. <laughs> no. The way, no, no, what you would do is that you would go and you'd get a bunch of characters up quad balking the way that you usually do. And you don't have to focus on one character. Like I raided with two characters. 
Right. You know, I mean, so basically you can only raid with one character at a time, but then you raid with one, and then you next week you raid with another one. You know, so you can still have all your alts. But I'm not going to see 80 before <laughs> Cheppy sees 80 with his 62. Uh, is it 124? <laughs> 62 characters. By the way, uh, so, uh, shout out to Al Jeppy and uh, where are you, son? Haven't heard from you. I guess he's got his nose. Slipping mode. Yeah, he's got his nose to the grindstone, as it were. Noses <laughs> to the grindstones. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and do what I'm doing now, especially since now I'm spread out on two servers, so that makes it a little bit harder. Uh, I just hope that I can catch up with the the rest of the guys on the, the BOE server so that I can join some of this fun in zerging in instances. <laughs> Um, so I've been doing the usual things, doing all the uh, the jewel crafting daily. I actually used some of my tokens from the jewel crafting daily to make the titanium earth guard ring. Oh, because I noticed on uh, the auction house that they were going as between eight hundred and a thousand gold, and I actually sold a couple for eight hundred gold, a little over eight hundred. Nice. Yeah, that was nice. It takes um, it takes four of the uh, the. Uh, Stones that you buy at the Jewel Crafter. What are those called? Um, dragon's Eye. Yeah, it takes four Dragon's Eyes. So that's, so six, that's, so that's 600 gold you could have made by selling them. How much really? were all the other ones? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, maybe I should just... <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should just sell the Dragon's Eyes then. Well, I mean, I, I just had um, to buy... At the moment, Dragon's Eyes be selling really well on on oh. Earth and Ring. Oh. Um whether it's true or not, but um, the chances are the the, uh, the market will will fall out of that in in three point two, because well, at I the am- moment, Dragon's Eyes count as a as a prismatic gem, and apparently right. they they change that in three point two. So, but I am getting a skill up. So, oh well, doesn't matter then. Mm-hmm. As, as you get a skill up and. Uh, and and not lose a whole bunch of money, then you're on a winner. Yep. So as um, Shayo said, I did run through Welling Cavern, and you know that's a very complicated instance for a lower level. Not that it's complicated in that there's a lot there's a lot to do, and it's winding, and yeah, you get is. lost. Yeah. It's not like you know, Scarlet Monastery where it's you know, it's it's very geometric and yeah you, know, you can see the next room that you're walking into. Right. So it's all over the place. Nice cavern system. Yeah, and it's fun. And of course, well, I went ahead and got all the lower level quests in there too, so that was good. I was doing the Serpent Bloom and the uh, Hide Deviate Hide one and the one where you have to kill all the, the seven each of the Deviate ca- um, creatures. So that was good. And we did the whole thing, and I had my DE-er in there, and we DE'd the blue stuff. And, and your Skinner, obviously. My Skinner was just going through levels, and it, I even found some herbs and some mining nodes. So it's like a perfect little uh, instance. The only problem ecosystem. I had... I'm sorry? It's its own little ecosystem. Yeah, it is. The only problem I had was that the the last boss I couldn't find at first because you have to jump over something and go up and 
you know, there's this big guy behind a, in a, like a little cave off to, well, not a cave, but he's off to the side, and you have to kill all the other guys in front of him. And so I got him, we got, well, we got him, well, I'll, I did. And, I mean, it's really neat, because, uh, you know, you can't really die with death knights in Wailing Cavern. Mm. And then we did the escort quest, and that giant silvery murloc comes out at the end. He's so cute. And, you know, we finished that. And there's, there's some kind of, you get the achievement, and then there's this, some kind of an awesome pheromone. I mean, um, not pheromone, what's the other thing? You know, when you release something in your brain. Endorphin. Endorphin, thank you. Endorphin <laughs> release when you finish an instance. It's, it's... So sometimes pheromones release endorphins. Right. Okay. <laughs> but if you're getting pheromones from instances, something's wrong with your computer. <laughs> you think I am, yeah, yeah, like I am attracted to this instance in a way that makes me feel frightened and confused. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of neat. And then I took my death, oh, well, one death night down to a thousand needles to do the uh, mining, which took an awful long time because I, well, there's a lot of, Ten and thousand, I mean a thousand needles. Now I didn't realize there was as much ten as there was, but at the same time you're doing ten, and I think I was like eighty nine, between eighty nine and a hundred. I kept running into iron, which is one twenty five. Yeah, yeah, and there's nothing I could do, and it's like, and then and then there's copper, so it's all over the place in a thousand needles. But yep. yeah, that was neat, and I've been. Uh, Sitting stuff over to my Alliance character on the PvP server as well. The only thing that was kind of disappointing when I was in a thousand needles is there was nobody to gank. Shoot. I was looking all over for little Alliance players. You're <laughs> so mean. Well, isn't that the whole point of being on a Taren PvP Mill. server? You're looking for tin. You go to Taryn Mill and uh, there's, there's plenty of Alliance around there. Yeah, maybe that's where I should have gone. But I also had uh, I had somebody up in the Barrens doing uh, the uh, herbalism too. So, but maybe that's our next yeah, spot. Just... Oh, Arathi Highland—that's a great place for for both uh, tin and iron and mithril now. And of course, I can go back into my lovely cave in okay. uh, yeah Arathi Mountain. I love those caves, killing ogres. <laughs> What's that tune's name? Whatever happened to uh, him? I worry. Barry. And now, now she's Arctician, oh, and yeah, uh, and now yeah. I've transferred her back to um, and back to uh, the PvP server, and she's the one that got the mechanical Yeti thing. Uh, she did the quest last week, and now she can make mechanical Yetis. So that's gonna be uh, cool. next. Yeah, yeah, nice little thing. And she's been doing a lot of like helping of the Death Knights, giving them. A lot of mats and stuff because, you know, she's a minor, but she's 55. And, you know, I have two of my death knights being a minor. And I was thinking maybe I was overlapping too much. But then I realized the death knights are going to be way up in Hellfire Peninsula pretty soon. And, uh, and poor Orcticia will still be sitting in Thunderbluff doing the auction house stuff. Right. Um, did you mention the oracles? I didn't hear you. Did you? you I didn't know. No, oracles. Oracles report this week. Uh, I, I did make that. Oracles, two tick bird hatchlings, a white tick bird hatchlings, and a cobra hatchling. So, 
Yeah, not bad. No yokes, but uh, no mount. Yeah, not the intended mount. No. Oh, I love my mount. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna take a moment now to rub it in a little bit. Um, so <laughs> every week. Yeah, every week a little bit. So I, I actually was uh, um, walking around um, Shetrath City again the other day, and uh, I, I noticed that I was the only one with that amazing green proto Drake mount. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Asher. I I never Bitch. win anything. I never win anything. And I, when I saw that, I was like, thank you, Lord Jesus in heaven. <laughs> thank you for giving me, <laughs> thank you for giving me this opportunity to. <laughs> um, I really, I really don't think he had anything to do. I know. Oh, yeah. We got this kid over here dying, but hey, let's give Grandpa. Can I just say like, the kind of, I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that. Cause any, a, a little, a little aside, any, when you watch reality television, I don't know, every once in a while I'll watch this for like, kicks and giggles you know like but i love it when like people are like on the show and they're praying to god like dear god please give me the million dollars i can really use it and i'm like i'm sure he's listening to you right i'm yeah. sure that's not his <laughs> top of his priority <laughs> list <laughs> oh yeah and and the rapper at the oscars they always are the grammys the rappers are always saying yeah and i want to thank uh, thank the lord above for helping me yeah right like he has something to do with yeah that that grammy I do want to apologize to Wim from Bind on Equip because <laughs> I was chastising him last week during the recording. I don't know if anybody noticed in the background he was making certain comments. And I was I was actually out herbing <laughs> while we were recording. <laughs> and he was trying to keep everybody updated on my um my performance and I was like, shut up. <laughs> and at one point I had gotten uh, the 150. So I got in that achievement for getting the 150 and he was back there commenting on it. So I want to apologize for um, putting you in a conflicted position. <laughs> Those guys are great, though. Did you uh, listen oh, to last you. week's Bind on Equip? I, I did. I, and yeah, I, I yeah. thought it was it was I, one thing I wish that they would do. I wish they would do a video podcast because when they do like the in-game stuff, Basically, like when they were going around, they were being ganked by like the Alliance player. It basically just kind of sounded like a bunch of people screaming like, oh, he killed me, he killed me. So I, I, I really would have, because they're all laughing. I, I'm like, I want to see that. I want to see what's going on. So find and equip people, you know, maybe think about a video podcast addendum. Right. Oh, because they do have Macs. They're on they Macs. Can, Should be able to record yeah, it. They can record it. And uh, if they'd like, maybe I, I could do the editing if they needed any help. But that would be that would be wonderful. And uh, I guess you were um, doing your temp, tempest <laughs> imitation. It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have to apologize to Blade because I think we kind of jumped the gun today. We're on a Saturday. So I'm sure he didn't get a chance to um, get in. And I think he's been busy this week. But we uh, look forward to next week. And, you know, it's quality stuff, so it takes some work. So I guess uh, we're going to get into email. So who would like to read the first email? Okay, I shall. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'll beat you. <laughs> Number one is from Zebesties. The large wooden structure in the Valley of Wisdom next to Thrall's building is a, recre a recreation of Manoroth, 
a demon that was killed from Grom Hellscream in the Third War just south of Ashenvale. The event occurred in Warcraft 3. In the Orc campaign, Grom and Thrall were alone facing the demon that enslaved the Orcs to the demons in the first place. Grom takes a valiant swing and pierces Mataroth's armour, killing him, but also mortally wounding Grom. In honour of his fallen comrade, Thrall erected the structure and hung the broken armour from it. I haven't heard an answer from the question yet, so I hope it helps. Zabestes from the Earthen Ring US. P.S. I re-rolled on Earthen Ring and I'm levelling a druid. Hope to be in AIE soon. Wow, well, there you excellent. go. So Thank he didn't you. actually say, but I guess it's probably uh, been there the whole time then. And I just never noticed it. <laughs> just never noticed. I did go and, after you mentioned that, I'm like, yeah, there's something there because I, cause I remember navigating, navigating around something uh, when um, you have to go to the uh, which uh, the lunar festival that the, the lunar festival and the yeah. and the there's NPCs kind of standing off to the side there. So I knew there was something there, but I never really took much notice of what it was. So I assume it's been there the whole time. But there you go. Maybe, maybe my graphics got better and I can see it clearly or something. Yeah. Well, thank oh. you. That reminds me of something that, not related to this email, but last week, April, and you were talking about how the lights in Dalaran are different. Yeah. I once was raiding, and it was 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I am, but it was only like, you know, minus three hours, like 10 p.m. So, yeah, so 10 p.m. Um, Pacific Time. And a mage walked up to one of the lights and they actually take a wand and they throw, they actually light those lights with a wand at 10 PM. <gasps> in in Dalaran? All around Dalaran. Like these little gnome mages come out and they go, and they kind of use this wand. They throw this spell up and all the lights then turn on and they glare down like, uh, like street lamps. Oh, how awesome. <laughs> and I was like, and, I, and it was just so really cool because it was like this little tiny detail in the game. That I never noticed before, but like it kind of showed just how like much thought they got put into it. Right, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff going on in Dalaran. There's a lot of uh, NPCs hustling around and stuff, and it looks like there's like some people that are just going from store to store, like they're actually doing shopping or something. Mm-hmm. There's some yeah. NPCs that walk around that are actually red. Yes, like enemy, and uh, right. I've tried attacking them a few times and said, "No, you can't attack that." So, get many to, to kind of look at, look them up and see what their backstory is. Why are they wandering around an, an enemy? Uh, yeah. uh, I love that. But, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really noticeable. Like I'm on uh, one on Earthen Ring, one on Jubathos at the moment, and the one's nine thirty in the morning, one's eleven thirty at night, and uh, yeah, the, the the distinction side by side is is quite startling. Right. You can see so much in the sky. Because, you know, I thought, originally I thought it was an enclosed, that Dalaran was enclosed, like, you know, with like a cover over it. But you know what? I can't wait. I can't wait till I uh, fly. Have you flown up? You can't fly in Dalaran. Oh, you can't fly at all? Oh. You, can, you can approach it and fly over it, um, but you'll get dismounted after a few seconds. Uh, so you can, get a, you can get a bit of a view. Then I won't rush to get my. There is a there is a, a very high <laughs> tower that um, 
you, you can, if you approach it uh, from the side where that tower is, you can actually fly and, and land on top of that tower before you get dismounted. So you, you can just stand up there and, and look oh, way down on, on all the people running around Dalaran. That's, that's pretty cool. But did you hear me? I won't, I won't rush to get my flying mount now. <laughs> you already you got know. it. No, no, I mean my cold weather flying. You know, if I had some, if I could fly around Dalaran, then I'd be there by tomorrow. You know. Right. Oh yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. Zip up to seventy-seven. <laughs> seventy-seven. Yes. <laughs> one can dream, can't one? Yes, one can. So, uh, email number two. I can That's get fine. that one. Okay. So, email number two is from Thunder. Um, hey again, guys. Well, in reference to your responses from last week, it seems that with the overall view of how I left my guild was a poor departure, and I would probably agree for the most part, perhaps, it is why I asked the question. In my defense, I would like to offer you an explanation, but in the efforts to keep this short, I will spare you many specific in-depth details. Uh, needless to say, there were recent changes in the guild that were, from my opinion, something we had previously discussed would never happen, a guild alliance for one. I cannot say that this was the catalyst, but contributed to a change of the overall feeling of the guild and its direction. I would also add the reason for me leaving on my own was to avoid the tendency I have, um, I have been become accustomed to seeing in the recent past with the leadership. There would be the difference of G quitting on my terms and being G kicked on theirs. Um, I think I would have stayed or posted my feelings if there were more if there were a core of people I had connections to, though due to the major departure of officers and guildies weeks earlier, there was really no one left that I could connect to, or at least didn't know I was leaving already. One thing I feel confident in, or at least I have a good feeling about being a fan of BOP as well, and hearing some of the goings on from Temp, oh, BO, <laughs> they said BOP, but they mean BOE, um, going on from the Temp and their drama, is if she was more aware of specific details, perhaps it would not seem such a drastic measure. I guess it is really an error on my behalf in the way I posed the question in the first place because the answers both Shao and Temp delivered are probably more in line with opinions of what should happen. Of course, where I went wrong is I asked having all the history behind me. Just so you know, I did not move on to a raiding guild. Me and my girlfriend have a guild of our own with just the two of us and our alts, and we both are enjoying playing once again. Thanks, guys. As always, it is great hearing you. Thunder. Yes, there's, there's always going to be... Uh circumstances that, um, that, that alter your decisions. But uh, yeah, I, I could understand that yeah, if, if the leadership has changed and certainly alliances, alliances are, um, sometimes can be ugly. You, know, you, get, you feel like you've been uh, taken over rather than merging. Same with uh, real-life companies, I guess. And uh, you know, wanting to G-quit rather than being G-kicked, I guess, is... is um, yeah. A powerful motivator, but good to know that you're in your own guild and uh, you're out having fun. That's because that's what it's all about. If you're if you're in a guild and you're not having fun, then yep, time to move on. Okay, uh, I guess I get to read email number three. Oh, email A, email number A from Gareth. Oh, I better do A because you have to do three. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Email A is from Gareth. Hey, Hun, just heard the podcast and was shocked to hear I won again. Seeing as if I have won, I will pass on this. But what you can do is next time you're out for a walk and go past a flower shop, step inside and buy yourself a rose. And that would be my thank you to you for making a great podcast. 
And yes, I am an alliance, but no, I don't live in my parents' basement. I'm 28 years old, not a snotty 12-year-old kid living in my mother's basement. Some, like some people, lol. Hugs, Gareth. Good to know and an excellent suggestion. And thank you. And, and I will do that. So, and I'll, uh, I'll take a picture of the flower. So that was very sweet. Okay, so email number three is from my friend, Valathelia. <laughs> Hello, guys. Valathelia here. So, this past week, a lot happened. Valathelia finally did Aldois, and it was super hard. <laughs> I hate having DPS not listening, but I gave them a break since it was there and also my first time. But seriously, we wiped on each boss more than five times. <laughs> Should I continue? <laughs> <laughs> it might take a while. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying that I wasn't to blame as well, but it really just came down to following instructions, especially with that boss. That's a twist of the, especially with that boss, of, that's a twist of the Saf and the final Nexus boss. But in other news, my druid is now 50 and finally got my Trents and tree form. Trents? Trents. It's an A. Oh, Treants. Yeah. Okay. Again, Treants. <laughs> <laughs> You can uh, summon three little trees to help fight for you. Really? Oh, yep. little tree pets. It's good. It's cool. Okay, cool. And they're, they're what? They're temporary? They're like the, the temporary ghoul? Yeah. And then yeah. they, do they fall down and do a timber yeah. sound? And, and, when... and they, they kind of get chopped in half. And go, and oh, like the... Like the... Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm excited about that. But enough about me. I hope you all had a great week. And I finally tuned in to BOE. And wow, they are funny. <laughs> Five minutes into the show and they're talking about a sausage fest. LOL. Um, I think they're talking about, um, you know, when you, when you go to those, to like the park and they have the sausages with green peppers and yeah, those are really nice. You have green pepper <laughs> sausages in your park? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Don't you have green pepper sausages in your parks? No. Nope. You know, they have the vendors that have the, the sausages with the green peppers and little... Uh, sandwiches because we have a clean tag <laughs> if you want to learn more about sausage fest <laughs> and other things you can listen to bind on equip which can be found at bindonequip.com and they're also on itunes and warning they have an explicit tag <laughs> well love the podcast and keep it up and for the horn all right, who wants the next one? Thank you, Valathia. Go, Glantha. Number four. All right. So, all number four. From Macalang. I'm going to say Macalang. Thanks for reading my letter on your episode. I've been writing to the different podcasts that I listen to, but this is the first time one of my letters was read on air. It was the second time now. So, April, um, have you tried playing with the WASD keys? Do you find it better than using the arrow keys? I guess if you played first-person shooters like Half-Life and Quake, you'd be using the WASD keys for WoW 2, but I understand why you would try playing it otherwise. Anyway, I just wanted to share um, 
Oh, cat on the screen. Cat on the screen. Cat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you little creep. Okay. Um, anyway, I just wanted to share that I finally got a death knight out of the starting area this week. I'm really Ooh. not into melee classes. And although I have a couple of tunes in the late 30s, I mainly focus on my main, who is an undead mage. So now I'm using my death knight to hang around the neutral auction house for when I have some stuff I'd like to sell to the Alliance. The good thing about finishing the Evan Hold storyline is that I finally understood all the references you make to that quest line. Thanks again for the horde. Uh, and I, I do want to point out everyone who has, and I'm assuming most people do have an, a character over 55, I, I didn't realize that there were actually people out there who hadn't done the Death Knight starting area. Do it. It's fun. It's exciting. And you know what? I am sorry to, to tempt. First of all, I want to say I have done first person shooters. I've done, I actually played Quake, and I played Marathon. I actually played Quake 2 to the end, which got in the escape pod and everything. But whenever I played those games, even on the computer, I used a controller, a USB controller. So I had like... Uh-uh. So I guess maybe that's part of my issues is that I'm used to using a controller, but I found out why I can't use the WASD key. I type and move at the same time. How do you type and move? When you're using the WASD keys, uh, my um, middle mouse button is uh-huh. uh, bound to run. So I click my middle mouse button, and I'm I'm running. Right, with- but what if you need to go left or right while you're talking to somebody? I um, hold down the right mouse button, and it steers them left and right. Oh, okay. Right with my left hand. All right, so. You hold down the left mouse button and it steers it left and right. The right. Oh, you move it while you're. Nope. So they're running. If you, if you hold down the right mouse button, uh-huh. um, you can steer. All that does is move the screen. doesn't steer. No, that's all. You must have it around. Try the left one then. You must have a, the, but, the buttons reversed or something. Nope, it just moves the screen when I hold it down. Maybe I have to change something. So maybe that would help. But um, a Mac. Yes. Don't that Macs only have one button? No. Oh, don't go there, Cheryl. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I use. I actually use the Logitech mouse that has um. That has a. Uh, four buttons. Two buttons in the front has a scroll wheel. Wheel. So so that's what I stopped. I tried the ASD, WASD, and I couldn't do it on that. So maybe if I try what you do, we'll see how that works out. So um, what's cool. next? Number five is from Curly. I hope that you are all well. As always, your podcast has been a great fun to listen to, and with the BOE crossover, I am enjoying that all that much more. I made the grand decision to delete some of my tunes that I knew I was never going to play. I love it when people (gasps) spell tunes to you in the S. Makes me laugh. I had some duplicate classes that were turning out to be huge waste of time on play, so I took a deep breath, typed D-E-L-E-T-E. And amazingly enough, my house did not catch fire, nor did I go spontaneously blind. One of the advantages of being a tune whore is if you're really... Uh, do get a feel for the class or classes that work best for your individual style of play. 
And now that I'm getting into PvP, having a basic understanding, a basic knowledge of how other classes work can certainly be an advantage when you are fighting one. I rolled a tune on pants on head, curly moo, and have been having a wonderful time chatting and running with those hot messes from down under. Some other wow buds of mine, a couple across the country in Washington State, I'm in Boston, have rolled tunes on another PvP server and have been having a great time running around together levelling them. Let me stress that I think you're all being guests on BOE is a universal <laughs> requirement. Please keep the podcast coming. I look forward to listening every week. You're all beautiful. Peace, Curly. I think it would be dangerous for me to go on to um, BOE <laughs> simply because there's no clean tag anymore. And I think that my uh, persona of being a, um, a well-managed dwarf would be shattered. Because uh, I don't know, people in real life are, are amazed because I have a I have a mouth of a tugboat captain. Um, <laughs> so like there's like salty sea dog, uh, Glanther. <laughs> Unbeknownst to everyone else. Unbeknownst to everyone else. Yeah, I I'd be afraid too. <laughs> Although I have, I, I we salty might just try it. This so. is some. All right, so email number... Oh, that was it. That was it. So do you want to roll? I'm going to roll. You logged in anyway? I'm on uh, the PvP server. I can't pronounce the name, so... What is it? Jubia? Jubithos. Yeah, Jubithos. Jabba Juice? Jabba Juice. (laughs) Jubi Jubi. (laughs) Where would you do that? (laughs) Oh, I know that language. Um... Who the hell are you on? I don't see you. I just invited you. <laughs> you tricked me. Yes. Um, how many was there? Five? Six? Mm-hmm. Five. five. One to five. Five. Oh, five. Curly. One roll. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> That's curly. Yep. So let us know if you want a one month of wild or an authenticator, or uh, we have uh, some WoW minis. And and there's a couple of other winners out there who still haven't claimed their WoW minis. So if you sent me an email, let me know, because I haven't gotten it. And we also have some Sandbox Tigers. So if you'd like one of those, let me know. And we have one last thing. A shout-out for our buddy, Xandar2112. <laughs> Do you want to read it? Sure. Okay. Um, Sorry, scrolling down. It's been a while since we have spoken, so I thought I'd drop you a line and see how things are going. I got an interesting comment from my wife at lunch yesterday. I was sitting eating my grilled stuffed burrito from Taco Bell when she said, I want you to move forward with your podcast. Talk about jaw hitting the table. Almost dropped my beefy goodness. That is my burrito. This is my first real encouragement that I've received from my wife when it comes to that game. She said it isn't that she doesn't like the game. It's just the time I waste playing it. So cutting down that to weekends has paid off. I'm looking for someone to assist me in doing a podcast. I've even extended an offer to our good friend Mo. M-O, as a brilliant would say. Please pass the word on to other listeners that I'm looking for a tech person who knows how to record better than I do and also looking for a female perspective as well. So 
He's got these. Uh, there's a link in the show notes to uh, the experienced noob at blogspot.com uh, and the the uh, looking for co-host page. In addition to that, we have finally have a forward side experiment up and running. Thanks to the Binary Equipment Gnomes, I have an experimental form, guild forming using tunes without sugar daddies, and we are running instances at level. You're welcome to join us anytime. Guild applications at the bottom of the blog. Thanks again for all your support, and I look forward to joining your ranks. Xander. Now, Excellent. this is the same one that we got the letter from. Yes, it is. From his wife a while back. So they've come a long way. And I, I like to think that Control Alt Wow had a small hand in helping their marriage. <laughs> Well, we, we, I remember we literally tore Xandar a new one on the air. We were like, dude, what are you thinking? <laughs> well, and, and Xandar, if your wife is listening or if you could tell her, we'd love to hear from her again and, and you know, just to let us know how we did and that we're glad that, uh, you know, things are working out. So tell us, we slash salute her. And unfortunately, guys... I have some bad news. Dun, 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 dun. What? We're under two hours. Woohoo! <laughs> How'd that happen? I know. <laughs> well, we didn't have Blade, so that cut into it. Three and, minutes. and unfortunately, I took some really poor notes. So I did a bunch of other stuff that I probably left out, but I'm, you know, having a blast. So that's all that counts. So this is uh, Control Alt Wow. You can reach us at Control Alt Wow at gmail dot com. Uh, you can go to our website at Control Alt Wow dot com. We're all on tri- Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. 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 <laughs> I'm uh, Aprilian. Glanther is Glanther, and um, Asheo is <laughs> Asheo. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not more complicated than that. <laughs> Any shout outs? Anything we want to close with? Or are we all ready to make it? We're up? all good this week. We're all good. All right. So until next week, this is Aprilian for the Horde. This is Asheo for the Horde. And this is Glanther for the Alliance. Give or take. You like. Me like sail here. It's been real. May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace.